This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler. And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk about the second trimester and check in with our official pregnancy experts, Eden Kennedy and Alice Bradley. Woo! Hi. Hi. Is Simon sick? (laughs) (laughs) The last couple of, for those of you just tuning in the last couple episodes, it just seems to, we've had like a run on Simon illnesses uh, at the start of every show. Oh, it makes it seem like he's this like sickly child. Poor sickly child. He's so pale and fragile. (laughs) Um, no, it's fine. He's thank good. you, thank you for asking. In, a, in the I nicest think. way possible. Yeah. <laughs> How's Katie Bell? Is she really sick? Nope, she's perfect. She's okay. always she's she's an absolute joy and delight. Um, no, really. How are things going? Um, things are good. Um, I'm having this weird. I don't know if it's like hormonal with the pregnancy or something about m- the major transition of moving or mm-hmm. what, but. I'm having this like major attachment thing with Simon where like I never want to take him to school. I never want to leave him. I'm just like, oh, isn't there some way I can just like quit my job forever and like just be with him all the time? I just want to be with him all the time. And um, it's a really weird feeling. And um, and then like I had this I had this this thought occurred to me, uh-huh. which I think might be it, which is that I think we are trained from the time we're really little that uh-huh. summertime is for being out of school mm-hmm. and being with your family and like everything is fun and like family togetherness <laughs> or something. Do you and- mean lots of television time? <laughs> Actually, no. I oh, wasn't really oh. allowed to watch that much but TV. Not my family. We were like a one <laughs> half hour a week family. Uh. Like we had to like pick the half hour we were going to watch that week. All right. Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, it, I, I really think it is because like I think every summer I have this feeling like I shouldn't be working. I should be right, like out summer. doing stuff. But I think that might be sort of playing into this with Simon where I'm like, I don't want to take him to school and me like go to an office. Like I want to just like take him to the pool yeah. or like take him for a walk or I don't know I think it's I think well, it's is. seasonal and I bet what, that by like September or October I'll be like <laughs> okay time for you to go back to school oh, I'm I'm like, you're like it could be seasonal it could be the pregnancy hormones it could be the massive life altering move that we just did yeah. it could probably be a lot of those things yeah, actually probably but the, um, <laughs> pick, your, pick your choice Yeah, but there is something weird about like I remember taking Katie Bell to school and like people didn't pick their kids up till 4 or 5 and I'm like yeah. What are you guys gonna do when this becomes real school? Yeah, and, and school ends at two fifty like, yeah. every day. Yeah, you know, what is like surprise? Yeah, you got to figure out something to do. Yeah. and then the summer thing too. But now I've just settled into it is a lot cooler at her school than it is at my house. Yeah, so it is better for her to be at that school. Yeah, yeah, but it is weird. There's a weird thing of like this isn't what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, and we need more kids. We do. We need more kids and a lot more money. Oh God, so much more money. <laughs> Um, well, I, speaking of kids, uh, in this week, later this week, have the opportunity to uh, do my gender scan. Oh, my God. Of the baby, not okay. of myself. Of the, of, the, of the baby. As far as we know, you're a female, so right? As far as I know, everything's still where it's supposed to be. I'm not a looker, so I don't know for sure. Um, but as we're doing the gender cool. scan, and this ah. is, we're going to probably touch more on, like, getting those tests done, like, mm-hmm. later in our second trimester show that we're doing today. But I, there are a lot of things that people, that are, like, related to pregnancy that people say or that are sort of, like, fall into the, like, you know, old midwives sort of, like, you know, folklore. You know, mm-hmm. I can tell what kind of baby you have. You know, like, oh, yeah. I can do this. And oh, yeah. And I think actually what used to piss me off was that people used to say stuff like, well, if you're having a, you know, girls turn you ugly and boys make you pretty and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I was like, that is really repulsive to me mm-hmm. that that's even a saying. But it is in that vein. I do have this thing where after having Katie Bell and after seeing lots of other pregnant women, mm-hmm. I really do think that I can tell what gender a baby's going to be based on 
the way your body is shaping up with your pregnancy. Wow. So I think, and this is my theory, if you were walking behind a woman and do not know that she is pregnant and then she turns around and she's like eight months pregnant, she mm-hmm. is having a boy. Mm-hmm. Okay? It just doesn't, there's just nothing that much in the butt. Mm-hmm. And if you're having a girl, I think it. you tend to pair up a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's, it's you, everything becomes a little wider, softer, rounder. I don't think mm-hmm. that means ugly. I just think wider, softer, rounder, especially around mm-hmm. the thigh and buttocks area. Well, you realize this gets right into what we were talking about last week, I which know, is like looking at a pregnant woman and being and making like, judge. making judge, judgments. Judge, judge, exactly, judge, judge. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I fail at judging all the time. I, I, if we, the self-control and restraint that I have on yeah. keeping my mouth fucking shut every week as opposed to judging the shit out of everything and everybody. But, but for example, you are having a boy. Yeah. And uh, Again, I, though. So we don't know if this is just how yeah, my how body, your body is pregnant. I know. Because I've never a had a girl. I was at a party this weekend, and there was a woman who was, I mean, it was like the largest stomach that just went straight out, like uh-huh. a, straight out. But everything else about her looked like mm-hmm. I'm not at all pregnant. Uh-huh. And I was like, boy. You having a boy? Yeah. She was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, so you I, went out. I've on nailed a limb it. And I've nailed guessed. it. Every okay. time I've guessed, I've nailed it. Now, right. so here's my question to you mm-hmm. in proving my theory. Mm-hmm. I think, I, based on what I look like to date, mm-hmm. I am predicting I am having a girl yeah. because once again, I'm rounding out a the little booty. bit. I got the booty <laughs> and the stomach is really more all over the place as opposed to an adorable thing mm-hmm. poking out. Um, and the thigh and the butt. They just mm-hmm. got so, so you, but that's me looking again, at me. And again, could be you my body. had a girl last time. I know. So this I might just be what your body does I'm when you're pregnant. I'm purely comparing myself to you mm-hmm. and to every woman without a behind who has uh, a beautiful uh, bump mm-hmm. uh, in the front who winds up having boys. Um, so, I mean, I love my, my widening behind. Uh, so what do you think? What do you think I'm going to have based on my... Theory, based on your theory, based on my soul theory that I am. So basically, I want you to tell me if my ass is big. <laughs> <laughs> no, because see, I really want to just go the opposite of you. I just, just want to. I just want to say I think you're having a boy. Number one, because you're picking girl, so I might as well right. pick boy. Because then one of us will be right, and one of us will be wrong. That'll oh, be great. Okay. But that doesn't help me with my and, theory. And. I think that you are totally freaked out about having a boy, so you're hoping that your body is doing the same thing it did last time, and it's girl-shaped because you're terrified of having a boy. So I, I, as your friend, and Uh want to see you get punished. Oh, good. (laughs) Um, Good. Want you to end up having a boy. So I'm going to go. Lindsay, my sound engineer, am I getting fat in the ass? Somebody tell me. She's not even going to answer. All right. Well, we're going to check in with that next week and uh, see how amazingly right I am. Unless our two pregnancy experts today convinced me to not check out my gender. It might be too soon to tell, too. Mm, No. (laughs) (laughs) I have a sense of it. I know. We're not even getting to my my special family ESP. Okay. Are you going to start becoming one of those women who, like, walk up to pregnant women and put their hands on them and just go, like, your head and say and look into their eyes? You're having uh and say I didn't say it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it'd be more like this. Hey, I don't like human context, so probably not. I'll just check that off right there. But otherwise, it's probably more like you're having a baby. The next three years of your life completely <laughs> turned on its head. Enjoy. Um, uh, <laughs> all right. So speaking of enjoyment, okay. Uh, Teresa and I are both have both entered. The blissful second trimester. So today's show is all about the second trimester. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa, yes, we are in the second trimester. We're in it. And for those people who aren't aware of what the second trimester is, mm-hmm. second trimester is basically your sort of what is it? Fourth, fifth, four, six, four, five, six, four, I five, think. six months. Month. It's like the yeah. it's like the Wednesday of pregnancy. It's yep. like the hump day of pregnancy. There are a lot of things that go along with it in terms of you're supposed to leave feeling better. You start feeling the baby. Like all these amazing things start to happen. 
But uh, I wanted to just, there are a lot of websites out there mm-hmm. uh, about motherhood. And I, I wanted to read you a few things from the what to expect when you're expecting website. Just get mm-hmm. your feedback Great. on this in terms of second trimester. Okay. There's something I just want to say. Is little, this going to be like, is this true for me? No, it's, just, it's, just, really, it's really more of, I think I'm really going more for how absolutely disturbing and unsettling <laughs> they like to wrap up each one of their second trimester <laughs> okay. paragraphs. So right. their first one is that they're just letting you know, second trimester, your baby's really busy. Is your baby okay. busy? Oh, yeah. Get growing, kicking, yep. moving, stuff like Feeling that. Feeling moving around in yep, there. Yep, yep. Going to start, start actually, going to start doubling in weight mm-hmm. soon. And they, and they wanted to uh, wrap up the sentence, the paragraph about babies by telling you that by the end of your second trimester, you're going to have a two-pound human being in your belly. How does it make you feel? <laughs> How does it make you feel for them to be so specific? That, like, the second trimester is a little bit like, it's time to start realizing. You're making a fucking yeah, human. You're fucking. It's in you. It's, it's inside you, and it, and it knows everything. Uh, their second paragraph is uh, telling you about how great you're, you're going to feel. And, uh, but they like to wrap up about how great you're going to feel by telling you that you could also <laughs> have some skin changes, achiness in the lower ab- abdomen, uh, varicose veins, and or hemorrhoids. <laughs> How's that make you feel? So all are perfectly normal and temporary, and so are feelings of apprehension, irritability, forgetfulness, and frustration, and looking positively <laughs> plump and not definitely pregnant. Fuck you. I feel like all the websites are suddenly like... I can't believe they only devoted half of a sentence to that whole concept. Yeah. Because that's a pretty miserable concept. Well, they always say... I'm sorry, I left out the very beginning where they're like, hey, you may be showing now. Maybe. Maybe. You might be showing. In this booth... We're showing all over the fucking place. We are place. showing. We're definitely I in the showing this fourth category. Show. All right. And the last one. The last one, they're talking about sex. Hey, there's going to be some big changes in the bedroom as well during the second trimester. <laughs> I like they, the, are they just talking about your boobs yeah, getting bigger? Yeah. I like the insightful line of pregnancy can wreak havoc on your sex life. Uh-huh. Thanks for that Thanks. insight. But what That's disturbs shocking. me about this is it says, remember... Sex will neither hurt your fetus nor scar him emotionally. <laughs> In fact, he'd probably enjoy a little rocking and rolling. <laughs> that's so fucking gross. Oh my God. <laughs> that's just, you know why that's how does that gross? Make you feel? How does that make okay, you feel? This is how that makes me feel. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm going to accidentally think of that during yeah. sex and be freaked out and weirded out and totally turned off. There's no way to now not think <laughs> about not that. Think about so that. you're welcome, right listeners. If you have been working really hard to try and clear your mind of there being, uh, what did they say, a two-pound human being inside of you. That's rocking and rolling. Now now is going to be getting off on you having sex. Uh, and, and not in that kind of way, but like in a more like enjoy, oh, yeah. barf. No. So thank you, uh, what to expect yeah. uh, when you're expecting for totally making my second trimester preview be unsettling mm-hmm. uh, on many different levels. But... Uh, especially when I was feeling so good. So let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Feeling good. Second trimester. Yeah. Fact or myth? Let's start by saying you're still pregnant. No, no. No, no. <laughs> I, think the, I think the websites let me know that second trimester, I may not even feel like I'm pregnant. Yeah. I think... Uh, well, with I, all that sex I'm having all and all sex. that not showing that I'm doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think I mean no doubt about it. I feel a million times better than I did during mm. the first trimester. Okay. Like, if you haven't heard our first trimester episode, you should go back <laughs> and listen to that where we just talk about how it's basically like the worst thing that's right. ever happened that's to episode anyone. Episode 9. Yeah. 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 And um and basically, you know, the first trimester I just felt like shit the entire time. Right. The second trimester, I've I've feel so much better that I actually like kind of forget that that whole time even happened which is really nice like it's the beginning i think of it i'm like oh yeah that was horrible it's i hope that beginning. never happens yeah again. it's the beginning of that yeah. phase of your brain just erasing yeah. all unpleasantness associated yeah. with babies so that you'll exactly. keep doing it yeah exactly yeah that's <laughs> over i whatever that was it was horrible was awkward um yeah but so i definitely feel better right but i'm still fucking pregnant right. you know like i still have 
you know, talk about sex, I still have a baby in between me and my husband. He's really enjoying the He's really enjoying it. And now I'll never be able to forget that. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, all of the things we talked about last week, too, like hair changes, skin changes. Right. Um, you know, weight gain. And I have this very unpleasant... Um, uh, middle ear tube thing right. going on, which I'm not going to get into because it's as boring as <laughs> shit. Um, but it just makes me feel uncomfortable uh-huh. as long as I'm not like laying down. Right. Um, so, and I still can't drink. Let's not yeah, forget that. Yeah, let's don't forget the not like outside of the occasional glass of wine, which yeah. doesn't really do the relaxing that two full glasses of wine might yeah. do over the course of an evening. Yeah. I guess I, too, am feeling better. You and I are one month apart, so uh-huh. you are really into the second trimester. Yeah. You're like... Uh, 23 weeks. 23 weeks. And so it's um, so you should probably be feeling even better probably. than me. I probably. Um, I probably am feeling better. Probably. Yeah. That's right. I am in my first month of the trimester, 18 weeks, mm-hmm. and, you know, I guess... Yeah, I guess I guess you the seem physical, better. the physical is better. The the tired is not as bad. I still go yeah, through waves tired. of that, yeah. but like it's yeah. not that debilitating tired that I had last time. And it's like every few days you yeah. get really tired, right. whereas before it was like day after day after day. Right? And the, I guess the it is a fact that yes, I start to feel better. Right. But the myth is that. It, that means everything. Because they like, make all these suggestions like, this is the time you should go traveling. This is the time you should go on vacation. This yeah. is the time. This is the time to get everything get done the before nursery your ready. life is ruined. Yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> just, I'm like, yeah. I don't really want to be on a plane. Right. I don't really want to be out camping. I don't really want to be out like, I, you know, like that wouldn't feel very good. Mm-hmm. And I think emotionally, I'm not as well. <laughs> you know, because yeah. you are not puking anymore. You just have time to like think about everything. Mm-hmm. Which... I don't like doing. Mm-mm. That doesn't make me feel good. Yeah, the, definitely the hormonal, emotional stuff is seems totally amped. amped. Yeah, seems amped big time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely have been crying more. Oh yeah. Or like things things strike me as more emotional. Yeah, raging. Yeah, and raging. Okay. Yeah. 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 Really. So, so, so where are we on that? that? Myth or fact? Say little a, little b. Yeah, it's somewhere in the middle. Um, and it, I think feeling better is accurate. Yes. It's just that when you so hear what? that, it also, right, it doesn't <laughs> also take into account all these other things. So big shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> See, good night at seven o'clock. Yeah. Glad you're feeling better. Yeah. It really <laughs> just means that the previous trimester was horrible, and the right. next trimester is going to be horrible. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> and if you already have one kid, it doesn't really matter that you're feeling better. Yeah. Because uh, your, your time is all taken up with yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So another big part of the second trimester is testing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and by, t- by testing, I mean like uh, genetics. Just making sure you're still making pregnant. Making sure you're still pregnant. <laughs> Am I still pregnant? Am I still pregnant? How about now? How about now? I can barely feel pregnant and I'm not showing. Um, so genetic testing. Uh-huh. This is the time where you can start screening for abnormalities. Mm-hmm. What did, where, where did you guys fall on that? On that? Because they um, always present. I'm mean, sorry. I just want yeah. to say this at the beginning. Whenever you go in, like during that whole first trimester, they're mm-hmm. like, these are all your testing options. You mm-hmm. can do all of these different things, and you kind of have to sign up for it kind of right away so they can schedule. Yeah. You say all if you're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, if you're going to do yeah. it. And, and they're very like, there's a lot of tiptoeing around of like, well, you may or may not be able to discover, like, this is only going to show you this, yeah. this is going to show you this. And if you really, really, and no one will flat out say, and if you find out something's horribly wrong, here are your options. I was never, like, given that. Yeah. Like, it was more. I think they wait. It's like a need-to-know basis. Yeah, it's like they wait <laughs> until. Surprise, it... we offer you no options. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. But uh, where were you guys on that? Yeah, this was kind of a hard one. We didn't. We we were a little confused about what we wanted to do, but we actually ended up deciding not to do any genetic testing at all. Like with not both, even with, Simon with both. And... Yeah, we didn't even do like the screen, the preliminary screening or whatever. Um, and as I'm saying these words, I'm already feeling myself <laughs> getting. <laughs> Getting like judged <laughs> to pieces, but like uh, by, not, by not people, just by, by you, but just in not general. Just by me. I imagine like the world <laughs> at large judging me. See, I um, was gonna say just the opposite. Cause well, cause basically, like um, when you say, I mean, I'm so I'm 32, and I think if I was a few years older, I we 
probably approach it from a different right. perspective because, um, you know, the statistics change a lot in the in like your early, mid, late 30s. Right. And so but at, at 32 and I was 30 when I was pregnant with Simon. Right. Um, basically, like what I learned from the research that I did about very it slim. was that, well, first of all, it's very slim, but it's also um, a lot of the tests like are not conclusive. Right. Like, they put you in categories of more possible, it's more, more likely, it's or less likely. Yeah. Then the next one is yes, maybe, probably not. And then as you progress down this road, there's also more risks of, like, things hap- going wrong with your pregnancy due to just the testing right. itself. And I am somebody who I will say suffers from a little bit of anxiety. <laughs> Um, and for me, believe it, like, I know a lot of people want to do the testing because it will alleviate their anxiety to know that everything's okay. For me, the idea of getting involved in all these tests that may or may not be conclusive, even when there's a very slim chance of something being wrong, was much more anxiety provoking Mm. for me. And we talked about it and we just decided we weren't going to do it and we didn't do it. And, um... It was fine with Simon, and this time a little bit more I got questioned. Like, my first few doctor visits, like, Mm. they kept checking to make Make sure sure. my answer was still the same. They kept saying, like, so, and you're not coming in for any genetic testing? And I'd be like, right. And they'd be like, okay, so. (laughs) And I was like, ah, like, what? Okay, fine. Like, I made my decision. But then at one point, somebody did say, and may I ask why? And um, I totally got (laughs) uncomfortable. I was like, oh, that's weird. uh, Why? why? Yeah, why? Why? What is my reason? And then I was just kind of like, and I don't, I think it might be something they always ask Mm. to make sure that the spouse isn't being pressured into it by their Um, by their other spouse or to find out if maybe there's a religious element involved or maybe I don't know why they do it but I could tell it was like a thing that they have to ask and I wanted to just be like I'm not someone you have to worry about (laughs) but I didn't I was like well I just feel like I don't know I don't even know what I said but it did make me feel a little a little, like, put That's, on the spot about it. That is odd. But you would think, see, my instinct is that you would be less judged because, you know, because you're, by you telling me that you're not getting, doing any testing, uh-huh. you guys have just ag- agreed and made up your yeah. mind that, like, whatever you We're get. We're having this baby. You're having yeah. that baby. Right. And that is the life that you will have. Right. And that is the life you will lead, no matter how great or hard or whatever right. it is. Yeah. You guys have done it. Which makes you a much fucking better person than me. Okay? Like, I mean, even though, like. Not necessarily. Oh, no, 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 it does. There are other things that make me better, but that makes you better. The, um, because, like, so for me, because I feel like what I'm about to say in the honesty of our show here, uh-huh. would, would we never get feedback, but <laughs> yikes. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Um, yeah. We decided to do the testing. My, Katie Bell, we did first because uh, I was 35. I was going to be 36 when I had her, and that's like the cusp. Of that when was the they cusp. And they were like, and they said, "Look, should do you it. should probably do it just yeah. because it, like, during you know somewhere in that three month window, yeah, you know your your risks uh, begin to increase." And I knew I didn't want to do an amnio. I knew I didn't want the needle in the belly thing because uh-huh. that is just fucked up to me. Like <laughs> I just can't handle having somebody jab a needle in my stomach. Uh-huh. Like I just if. It's scary. I, I have no, it's that's scary. just scary that is to me. Scary that's, thing. It, that's yeah. not a like judgmental sort of no, don't no, do amnio. I, I mean, it's scary. Yeah, yeah. It's not even about the increased risk of miscarriage. I do not want somebody taking a needle and jamming it down through my stomach. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew I wasn't going to do that, but that's when we found out that there were these other options where you could do a combination of blood work and. Um, they do like a uh, sonogram, ultrasound sort of thing where they you know, measure the fluid in the back of the baby's mm-hmm. spine and blah, blah, blah. So it's a mixture of – and you get like roughly an 80% to 90% accuracy when you combine all the first uh, trimester blood screen mm-hmm. plus the picture plus the um, second trimester blood screen. You get fairly decent. And uh, Stephen and I, neither one have a history on either side of our family – of anything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we knew kind of going into it, this was going to be more about age than it was really anything else. And we got our odds. With Katie Bell, we got the odds back. It was like, you know, one out of, you know, I don't know, 25,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. We were like, good odds. We're fine. 
Mm-hmm. We're fine with those odds. We're not going to pursue this any further. Mm-hmm. But walking home when we first made the decision, like when we first were told you guys should think about it, I was like, well, I don't know about testing. Mm-hmm. You, know, I don't, you know, I don't know if I want to. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. And Stefan just caught me out of the blue by saying, well, that's, I would want to know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure I would want to keep a child mm-hmm. uh, with severe uh, disabilities because I'm not sure that's the life that I want to lead. And it caught me so off guard because we never talked about it. Yeah. And I'm not particularly, like, religious or anything, so it's not like I'm like, I'm keeping the baby. For the mm-hmm. But it just, like, threw me, and I was like, I don't know. I'm totally attached to this baby. Right, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know what I— your baby. Yeah, I don't know other. what I—I yeah. I really was like, I really don't know what I'm going to do, and I really can't make that decision, but I'm glad you know mm-hmm. what you would do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so— you know, so if I chose, I just looked at him and I was like, I don't know what I would do, but if I chose to keep it, I guess you're just going to have to get out your checkbook. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'll see you later. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, you know, we'll just have to figure that out when we come to it. This time around, I actually leaned more the other way, being like, all right, we've got Katie Bellby. This is the, you know, I'm kind of used to the way our life is. At, and at 39, mm-hmm. being, you know, the chances have really increased that, mm-hmm. you know, my body's just not going to make it, you know, the same way. And uh, and this time Stefan was more like, oh, let's just see what happens. <laughs> so <laughs> I funny. Like, and I was like, all right. And uh, so we decided to do the screening with the understanding again. I don't know what I would. But do you with, don't know what you. Would I don't do. know what I would yeah. do with that information. And uh, have you, you know, d- have you done it yet? Yeah, we've done it. I and don't it's... have the first first trimester screening plus picture came back where they were like, it looks totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just did the second blood work, which I haven't gotten the results back with. I, you know, I saw, it's one of those weird things where I'm like, I saw the picture of that baby. Mm-hmm. I saw that baby inside. Yeah. Me. I have a really good feeling that baby's fine. Yeah. Um, and none of that actually, I think, predicts like all of the other things that can happen to right. your kid in the right. future in I terms know. of like I mean, you all can't the predict things. all the, yeah, the, you can't predict all the different. Just because somebody, it's not a physical, uh, you right. know, a physical issue that you but might be able to. It only checks for a couple of it things. Only, it only checks right? for like, t- it's like you can scream for Tay-Sachs, you can scream for like uh, Down syndrome, and then you yeah. can scream for, I can't think of what the other one is, but it's like where it's like really severe severe uh, mental retardation and, mm-hmm. like, physical deformity where it's just, you know, like, a really... I know nothing about these, you know, these mm-hmm. different illnesses. The distinctions. These distinctions. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it tests right. for that. It doesn't test for, like, hey, your kid's going to turn three and suddenly uh, is going to revert back language-wise. Right. You know I mean? like, right. Hey, your kid turned four and has seizures now. Right. Hey, yeah. your kid... So, like, to me, it's a little, like, you. it's a crapshoot either way. But we wanted to do the testing just because I was 39. I was yeah. like, might as well give it a shot. And they were, like, really sensitive about, not sensitive, but I felt like they were being very, like, you know, now you're testing because, I just kept saying, because I'm fucking 39. I know why I'm testing. Like, you're not, like, historically, we're yeah. pretty set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no one's turned up yet in our family trees that I I'm not, I need yeah. to be aware of. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's just because I'm old. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. It was It's an interesting thing to have to wrestle with and I guess I guess for me the overall outcome of the testing discussion is it becomes a whole new level of something to discuss with your partner and I, does, I, I can't yeah. advise you enough to like knock that one on out of the way early on so because mm-hmm. I remember just being so caught off guard yeah by Stefan even though my answer might have been exactly the same mm-hmm. if we had never taught you know what I mean yeah. like so I and I think it's interesting. But it's also how you feel in the moment. Like you were just moment. saying, like maybe if you guys had talked about it before you got pregnant, your answer would have been different. And maybe and, his would have too. Right. And I think it's interesting that you and I both still feel, regardless of having totally opposite feelings about it, mm-hmm. so judgeable. I know. You know, I just like. I know. I was like, I, I was like, I'm not even sure I want to tell people like what I did. Because I'm like worried yeah. that people are going to, I don't know. I don't know why. You know, just because we, just because we make it y'all's business, what yeah. we've made the decision of, doesn't at the same time mean it's your business. You know what I mean? Like, and Teresa, I have to understand that, like, as we share these things. But like, it is, it is interesting. Just like, it's that, again, another checklist of that pregnancy pressure that you yeah. get like yeah. you're just fucking it's so funny you were talking at the beginning of the show about the cleanliness like wanting to clean mm-hmm. and i was like you're like i don't know why i feel like i shouldn't have him in school and i wanted to be like 
make a joke about it's your internal system telling you that you made you a horrible be mistake. You shouldn't yeah. be That mechanic. Bring him home. That you should be home. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. You're working like that child. Yeah. Um, I know. Like, it's just like, It is. It is kind of like, it even like goes into like mommy wars things. Yeah. Where it's just like, why, why do we care what people's personal decisions are (laughs) about what they're going to do with their own lives. Like, I... Right, the only time... I'm choosing to go this direction, and I am the one who will live with the consequences, whatever they will be. I mean, if you want to take on some of my consequences, I'll tell you where I live any day of the week. How about we just... uh, Some testing up with... Have fun judging Teresa and I. Um, Yeah. uh, So, second trimester... Kissing it goodbye. This is the time that you're feeling so good. You can think about, you really have time to focus on all the things (laughs) that you're about to, to, that we, with our amazing new insight, because we are already mothers. Yes. So I guess maybe I could say, we're going to talk about all things. We're going to kiss goodbye. We we can say We can say hello (laughs) to finally being able to judge all other parents who only have one child yes oh it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be great any asshole can have one child we get to be so smug so soon i can't (laughs) wait so kissing goodbye Teresa. what are you kissing Mm. goodbye sex (laughs) god okay i have a funny story about this though so i went into um (laughs) i went in to have my 20 weeks ultrasound a few weeks ago and that were they like you're rocking your baby too much Oh my god! I don't know what Barf. I would do if that happened. That would be so embarrassing. You're like, check, please. I'm out. Yeah, um, yeah. And so they found out that my placenta is low, and that's the same thing that happened when I was pregnant with Simon. What does that mean? Well, your placenta should be like kind of high in your uterus, but if it's if it's so low that it's blocking the cervix, then they have to do a C-section because you could, I guess, hemorrhage during childbirth. Um, cause the Or, you know, basically the baby needs to pass through the cervix. And so if the placenta is blocking, blocking the way, it, okay. it can, like, break, I guess. I don't even know what placenta is. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, mine isn't blocking the cervix, but it's very close to the cervix. It's kind of low. And there isn't really any reason for that, but that's just where it happens to be. And with Simon, um, with Simon, it was low enough that my doctor was like, you know, we'll do another ultrasound in like eight weeks. Uh-huh. But for now, you should refrain from having intercourse. For me, in my opinion, this is like a great time to have sex because pretty soon it's going to be really hard to have sex. Right. And then once you have the baby, it's just, I don't know, like for me, it was just... I didn't feel like it, and then, like, it hurt for a while. And you then... had a baby. If you had, like, injured your foot, no one would expect you to go run a marathon for <laughs> right. the next couple of exactly. months. Exactly. You know, like, Ooh. Yeah, so, so I think second trimester is actually kind of, like, a perfect time to have sex, and... So for with my last pregnancy from 20 weeks to 28 weeks, which is kind of like the last beautiful window before it starts getting really kind of complicated and awkward to have sex because you're so big. Uh Um, No, you can't do it, but it's just like a little more work. Um, (laughs) This is like turning white. Fail. Um, So anyways, we like we were supposed to not have intercourse, which was really annoying. This time, this time when they told me that my placenta center was low they're Uh like yeah we're gonna have to have you back for another ultrasound but then they didn't didn't say say they didn't say don't have sex so i was like wow they didn't say it did you ask well so then the next time i went in i was like i should ask i don't want to like they didn't say don't take the car out while they're on vacation exactly (laughs) i was like i have this prior information that i should not ignore so i did ask and um, I wasn't talking to my normal doctor. <laughs> I love my doctor this uh-huh. time. Like, I love her. But I was talking to the nurse practitioner, who's just kind of a weird lady. She's not a bad lady, but she's just kind of weird. weird. Yeah. And I was, like, talking to her. I'm like, well, you know, last time they said we couldn't, you know, have sex. And she's like, well, it's sort of a gray area with... She's like, if it was if it was blocking the cervix, I would say you could absolutely could not have sex. She's right. like, the, where it is now... If it's okay with your partner not to have sex, <laughs> then I would say maybe it would be best to hold off. Yeah. I know. And I was like, I was imagining myself saying to Jesse, 
would it be okay Kate? with you uh, if we didn't? And then him being like, no, no. that's not okay. <laughs> like, it was just so, I laughed. I laughed at her when she said that. I just thought it was so amusing. Um, but then later I talked to my regular doctor and she was like, go ahead. I think it's fine. <laughs> so I was like, great. Oh! And Jesse and I high-fived. Oh, good. Well, I'm so glad. Um, that's excellent. Oh, but so basically, uh, yeah, that's the end of that. Like, you're as not soon be. as I get, I'm already. It's already kind of in the way. Yeah, as I can't soon, even. A, I can't even put like socks on <laughs> comfortably or dry my lower half after a shower without it being awkward. I know. So um, that's gonna be gone for a while. And but, then for me with breastfeeding, there's uh, like a decreased libido so, that but happens. Where is this like increased crazy second trimester libido that they sometimes... You clearly have it. What do you mean where it. is it? Oh yeah. You clearly oh, have I it. I totally have because, it. Well, I think what that we're might be another key to you having a girl because with boys supposedly the testosterone from the boys ups the... Ups, yeah, because like goes you, I definitely didn't have the sex drive last time either. Yeah. I, mean, I remember other people being like, we're having sex all the time and I was just like, what are you fucking and talking about huh. and like it's because all the websites again are like hey it's like yeah. a trimester I'm sure that makes you feel great yeah by it the makes way. me feel great um, <laughs> I'm just gonna blame Stephen traveling all the time and not uh, my complete lack of desire to have sex um, while pregnant but yeah I it's eh, well enjoy kissing that goodbye yeah bye bye we'll, we'll see that, for that, a while that's not mine <laughs> okay what's yours what's yours what are you about to kiss goodbye I don't, I don't know. I've been thinking about this all week since we kind of said, let's, let's you know, maybe talk about the things that are, we know are coming, mm-hmm. you know, and are going to change. And I really just feel like, and it's, 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 I guess it's bad. I mean, I guess I'm kissing it goodbye, but at the same time, I'm a little zen about it. And that is, you know, we've spoken at great lengths on the show about the identity changes and the shifts and the expectations that you just were not prepared to meet. And like, you know, after three years, I definitely have found myself in a new place and a new mode and a new sort of like who I am. And I'm pretty happy with where we are and what we're doing and like our pattern, our rhythm. And like we finally have this all up and running. And I know that I'm about to kiss that goodbye. Like I know, I know, I know mm-hmm. what's coming. Yeah. I know. Chaos. We're going to be up all. And by we, I mean me. I mean, we're going to be up because it's going to be different. Because, yeah. you know, we're not in the same situation work-wise that we were last time. We're not. I mean, it's just different. Yeah. And, I mean, it's already different. Yeah. Uh, like, last time Stephen came to, like, every appointment, this time I'm taking Katie Bell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's already a different scenario. Yeah. So and all like, the routines you've like established with her are, are just going to be, be upended. messed up. Yeah. So now there's like three people in the house who are about to get messed up with this fourth addition. Yeah. And I just am like, goodbye, sleep. You know, I mean, none of this was like that jokey, like, goodbye, sleep, goodbye, this, goodbye. Mm-hmm. No, I'm like really like, oh, all right. All right, let's let's get yeah. ready for this. This time I at least know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And while it may not be exactly the same as it was with her... I'm, like, more prepared, I feel, to say goodbye to it, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, all right. I at least know that there's a good chance that three years from now Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll feel a little better again Mm -hmm. or not. I don't know. Maybe not. But that's the other thing is that, like, don't you kind of feel like you know also that you know enough to know that you also don't really know what's right, coming. Yeah, like, so I don't know what's coming. I just know no that whatever way, I have yeah, now is, is going to be over. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. That's right. I don't know what's coming, but this yeah. is, is about over. to change this forever. Is, yeah. This is totally over. Yeah. Whatever luxuries I think I'm enjoying <laughs> right now that versus what I enjoyed when I had no children, uh-huh. goodbye. Mm-hmm. So... But uh, I don't know. But maybe, maybe, maybe we should should wrap up with a little positive thought. Maybe on like sure. what we're looking for. What are you looking forward to, Teresa? Are you looking for like, at the top of your second trimester head? Yeah. And it could be as small as like I'm really excited about rebuilding my registry, <laughs> or like as big as I'm excited about this. What's your like? What's your totally unrealistic? You're just gonna no. You're just no, no, gonna, okay. I'm gonna tell you the honest answer of like right, what want, immediately came to mind, please. and it's just holding my new baby. You are so... I know. I know. I knew you were going to hate me for that. But I really <laughs> like... That is what I'm really... I know. You I'm really so like babies. I'm so excited about holding the baby. You love the, baby. the babies. Yeah. You love I'm the babies. I'm excited to like meet him and hold him and 
cuddle Me with him. Baby. Yeah. Who's the little baby? Okay, so then you go, and it better be like. Uh, I think like I'm. I'm not. <laughs> It's not holding the baby. Uh, I mean, that would be nice. But, like, right now, I'm getting pumped, like, mentally about, like, when the kid when the kid gets two. <laughs> but, like, when I've got, like, when we have that, like, total chaotic family unit of, like, we're going camping. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, cool. we're, but adventures, we're going, we're going adventures. Like, yeah. team family adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, pretty yeah. excited that about. That awesome. Yeah. I mean, so much so that, like, I'm actually envisioning taking babies camping right yeah, now. Yeah, you can do that. I'm sure. I'm, go- I'm going to. And you will all hear the failures <laughs> that is that. Um, but, like, instead of working on a baby registry, I'm working on my Amazon wish list. I'm like, I need the eight-person family tent. Yeah. I'm going to need uh, some chairs and some of these sorts of things and the camping tables and blah 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 yeah. like i'm getting pumped for family adventures that sounds great yeah i love it Rare. so whatever second trimester fucking great <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. Oh, look at you, doctor. You told me to say it that way. We have a medical history show called Sawbones right here on Maximum Fun, where we talk about all the dumb, hurtful, damaging ways that we've tried to fix people over the years. Have you ever tried to put mercury on a syphilis shanker? Or maybe you tried to drill a hole in your head because you heard it would reduce your blood brain volume? That was dumb. But if you want to know exactly why and know about all the other people that try to do the same dumb thing you did, you can listen to our show every Friday right here on MaximumFun.org. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week as well as our failures and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time. <laughs> um, do you want to you go first? Sure, I'll okay. go first. So, yeah. Teresa? Yeah. Genius moment of the week. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. I blew up a little baby pool and I put it in the backyard on the grass. I filled it with water. <laughs> and we've been doing that for like four days straight. <laughs> and that's it. This genius it was moment amazing. brought to you by Amazon Nut Prime. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's it was, a good no, it was great. Genius. It's been hot yeah. and like totally was like a fun activity. I sat in the pool because yeah. I was hot. Simon was taking pictures and dumping water here and there and whatever. Uh, the water play is it's the heaven. best fucking play yeah. ever. It's heaven. It is heaven. How about you? Um, so my genius moment was, uh, is, I'm actually going to steal, the, I stole this genius moment from Stefan. Uh, we had uh, Katie Bell's quote unquote best friend uh, over again. By the way, we are doing the joint party. For those of you oh, who were yes. listening to our birthday party episode, Thank God. we are doing the joint party, and this is the best friend that this is the girl who's born on the same day that shared the same birthday. Uh, so anyway, it's her new best friend. We had her and her folks over for, for July 4th night to like, grill out and run around like crazy people, and um, <laughs> a stray dog had wandered into our backyard. So I'm holding it, and I asked the girls to go get a bowl of water from Stefan in the kitchen. 20 minutes later, they are still like screaming about who's going, you know, I'm gonna tell him. And like, they're just screaming about this. And finally, like Stefan like, kind of comes out with them both like screaming at each other. <laughs> he like looks down and he says, I want you guys to go to your room and figure it out. I want you to talk to each other and find a way you can both tell me. And then he just stopped talking. And I was like sitting there holding this fucking giant stray dog. And I was just like, oh, my God, that was incredible. And they did it. They just said, okay. And they went into the room. And like a couple of minutes later, they came back and they were like, you know, like Katie Bell went first. And then she said, like, whatever. And I was like, Mm -hmm. they are at that age where you can start pulling that. Oh, 
Wow. Yeah, it was pretty It's cool. like handing them a cool challenge. It's like they, handing them a challenge. I mean, they have, look, we've only tried it twice and it's yeah. been like hit and miss. Right. But it's a good new mantra thing to have shoot out of your mouth. Yeah. Which I, I like having that versus suddenly trying to settle it for them. Yeah. So the genius awesome. moment is figure it out. Okay. Hi, one bad mother. I am not a mom. I am a nanny. And I had a total genius moment this week when I was stuck at home with a bored six-year-old who refused to help me come up with ideas. I pulled up Pinterest on my phone, created her her own board to pin to, and then handed it to her and said, here, look through all these crafts and find something. Not only did I keep her occupied for an hour and a half today, but now I have a board of go-to things that she herself has picked, so I know she will like them. Total genius. That, that is the is greatest genius. So genius. <laughs> I'm so envious. That is awesome. That I cannot use that right now. You are bravo. Yeah, good job. Bravo. That's awesome. That is that is why we all worship and adore super nannies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, um, well, that was so amazing. We should immediately bring ourselves back down. You suck. You go first. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um, so I, it, the worst thing in the world, of course, is you're driving home from an activity right before nap time. Uh. And you know you're just trying to get home so that the kid can go to sleep and take their nap in their own bed. Right. Um, rather than falling asleep in the car. Well, um, yesterday, I completely failed at this. He <laughs> totally conked out deeply uh. um, about five minutes before we got to the front door. And I couldn't I couldn't keep him awake no matter what I was doing. I was alone in the car with him. Couldn't just roll down the windows, blast right. the music, talk to him, whatever. He was out. out. So we get there. I'm like, you know what? It's like 90 degrees outside. I'm not going to sit in this car car. for two hours. And he takes really long naps. So I was like, I'm not just going to sit here. Um, And I'm like, you know what? He's so out. I can probably carry him in and just put him in bed. (laughs) Right? I know. I know. There are laughs breaking out all around the country right now. I know. But I was like, you know what? Fuck Fuck it. it. I was like, I'm just not sitting here. I'm not going to do it. And I thought the longer I sit here, the less likely he is to stay asleep when I move him. Because right now, at least he's like super tired. He's in that like early sleep, super tired. So I carry him in. He wakes up. He's pissed off that I'm moving him. He's crying. I put him in bed. I shut the door. He's still crying. I go back in and check on him. Are you okay? We did this back and forth. He poops. Then I have to get him up and change him. I put him back in bed. He hates that he's miserable. Then he says he wants to be in bed. Okay, you want to be in bed. Okay, good night. Have a good nap. I don't want to be in bed. Uh, um, so we go back and forth, and we did this for, I'm not kidding you, like 45 minutes of just this bullshit back and forth. Are we napping? Are we not napping uh, thing? Until finally I was just like, it's over. The nap was a failure. And I like just got him up. But then he didn't nap the whole rest of the day. Yeah. So he was operating on five minutes of five minutes of nap time yesterday, and it was it was not enjoyable. Nope. And this is where smug pa- smug parent with slightly older child says this <laughs> asshole thing to you. Probably starting to lose some of your naps for the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that sucks. Yep. That is a I fail suck. for everybody. Yep. Okay. How about you? Um, so at this July 4th, best friend barbecue hangout Stefan had bought the like little poppers you know like they look like little champagne bottles and you pull the end mm-hmm, and like yep. shit flies out yep um and messes up your yard and everything else mm-hmm. anyways we had these and so like Stefan pulls them out and we, we did not actually say to the parents hey we got these poppers uh-huh. you know we just they're like they're like harmless uh-huh so the parents kind of see, and we're like, oh, yay, poppers. Yeah. And so Stefan, like, takes the kids over to do it, and I'm like, you know, hey, explain what to do, yeah. <laughs> whatever. And he is, but he's already handed everybody. Right, so thing. they're going for it. Well, it's so, like, Katie Bell's paying attention, and, like, we have an older kid, like, our neighbor, and he's, like, going crazy. But, like, <laughs> the dad, now, sure, her parents could have gotten up and gotten involved. All right? But, like, I'm just, but we started this. I'm watching her. She just grabs that thing, points it right at herself, holding the end that's about to explode, just pulls it. And it, it didn't do anything. It right. was just, you know, that puff of smoke it's and loud. that little bit of TNT. Yeah. She was fine. 
But the dad and I like both simultaneously are like, and that's exactly the opposite of what you're supposed to do. And I, I don't know how he actually felt about it, but I was like, that is a fail. I, it, it shouldn't have just been Stefan. It should have been both of us. We should have taken the time to like stand up and say, we're going to do this. Do you guys want to do it with your parent? Like whatever. <laughs> Clearly since Katie Bell's been two, we've been giving her some type of explosive to play with. And this child is not, not the same. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and it was fine, but I just felt bad. Like, I felt like I just handed some three-and-a-half-year-old that I have no idea what her experience <laughs> level is, a basically a minor explosion that could have, like, hurt her hand on some, uh, not good. Okay. Yeah. My son, who is uh, almost two, um, and I were driving home from the grocery store the other day, and a uh, little backstory: I had just gotten back from a 10-day trip away with a friend. My husband for Mother's Day sent me away for a trip, which was amazing. And I came back feeling renewed and re-energized and just so ready to kick the shit out of motherhood. And I was, I was just kicking ass. I was the most present, most loving, most wonderful mother. So I've been home for about a week and it's time to go to the grocery store. My son loves the grocery store. We're like a fucking uh, commercial for like happy family. We're driving home. starts to rain and so being the incredible mother that I am I've got my eyes glued to the road trying to keep us safe get us home safe and my son's like babbling in the back and he's saying like his two favorite words which are like uh-oh and help he loves saying uh-oh and he's always like help 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 loves saying help so I'm going help you with what honey help you with what uh-oh what I'm just kind of talking back to him as I'm keeping my eyes on the road and we get back to our building and down the parking garage and all of a sudden, I hear him go, Mama, please help. And I turn around for the first time since I've gotten in the car, and my son's car seat is like at a 45-degree angle. Jesus. He's hanging on for dear life to the high end of it with this like horrified look on his face. And as soon as I turn around, he bursts into tears, and he's like, Mama, help. Uh-oh. And I just felt awful like the worst mother in the world uh, until biz laughs at you what, I, know. What, I still don't understand Clearly, what happened I mean, you know, it just wasn't well, I would, well, I, my, my theory um, any situation like this I would have blamed uh, Stefan because I was I would have been like uh-huh. how'd you re-put the, what'd you do to the seat yeah. while I was gone yeah this should have been like harnessed it clearly yeah. you know, clearly some hook had come unhooked right uh, somewhere along the line <laughs> poor baby poor baby <laughs> poor both of you yeah poor both of you except you had 10 days away so you're yeah so you're, you're not doing that. Okay. You're all right. <laughs> well, I know what'll make us feel better. What? Calling a mom. Yeah, let's call a mom. Let's call two moms. Yeah, let's call two moms. Sweet. Yes. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem. You may remember uh, one of our guests, Alice Bradley, from our episode nine first trimester pregnancy show. She, where she, we talked a little bit uh, with her about a comedy book that she co-authored with Eden Kennedy called Let's Panic About Babies, uh, which Teresa and I both felt was more relatable <laughs> than most of the real pregnancy <laughs> books that are out there. So we are going to make them, uh, Eden Kennedy and Alice Bradley, our official One Bad Mother pregnancy experts. So let us welcome Alice and Eden. Welcome, guys. Hooray. Hooray. Hey, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. We know everything. Good. Well, no, I, I, we're, we're, our expectations are set high that you know everything, and you're going to help give us some guidance here in our second trimester. So one of the first things that I want to start with is now that Biz and I are in our second trimester, we are ready to begin telling our employers and our friends and family our and listeners 
<laughs> and um, every and everyone, the happy news that we're expecting, right? Because we've made it so smoothly through the first trimester yeah, without kept giving it away secret. any yeah. any clues. We've kept it a secret, and of course, neither of us are showing at all. Oh, at all, Eden. Since it's your first time on the show with us, can you maybe? Uh, start us off by letting us know how we can let people know. What's the best way to let strangers and close relations know that we're pregnant? Well, if you're not showing, which I think is um, interesting, but if you're not showing, <laughs> I, I think you're lying, but that's okay. I don't, I can't see you, so I'm going to take your word for it. I think you know. Well, what Alice and I recommended in our book was this T-shirt um, that just. just that proclaim the state of your uterus for all to see. So you're just walking down the street with a T-shirt that says, Attention, I am pregnant. Um, <laughs> That's good. We had, we had a whole list of them in the book, actually. Um, one that says, I am this way because I allowed a man to put his penis in my vagina. I like that because like that's that. that's Beautiful. subtle, subtle and and polite. Well, and it also explains how it happened because some people n- might have questions if they just hear that you're pregnant. They might right. want to know right. more. My favorite no, question was the, the sex was spirited and vigorous. My expression torment intermingled with ecstasy. <laughs> I, I, I like that because it's a little long. It is a little long. Everyone's thinking that, and he, and if they're reading it, then you know they really they want to know. They do, yeah. Well, I like the idea that this is on me and that I'm wearing it. And so it not only brings attention to my belly area and breast area, but it gives them something to read for a while. Yeah, so they can sort of rest (laughs) their eyes there for a while. So is this something that's probably okay just like wear into the office as well? Is this this a good way to let bosses know? Oh, that's... Yeah, because they're going to, as soon as they find out that you're pregnant, they're going to be sitting there thinking about the fact that you had sex anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're just going to be, they're, they're going to need something for their eyes to rest on while that picture's going through their head. All right. I think those are tasteful. <laughs> I think those are tasteful. So uh, Teresa already, Teresa's about a month ahead of me, and she has already ruined the surprise of gender. Uh, she has found out what sex her baby's going to be. I... I'm scheduled to find out uh, this week what the gender of my baby is going to be. And I'm hoping you guys uh, either feel strongly that I should do that or not. Alice, Alice, how do you feel about testing for gender? Well, I mean, of course we feel strongly because we feel strongly about everything. I, we have, <laughs> well, you're uh, parenting experts. My own uh, stance was you have to find out as soon as possible because how will you know how to decorate your nursery? I mean, let's just... Right. You know, that's just that's common sense. That's, gonna, I agree. Are you going to give them the Desert Storm themed nursery or the Bulimia themed nursery? Mm. You need to know. Right. What to do for your for your innocent little baby? That's right. Uh, you know, don't give me that neutral bullshit. It's not gonna. It's not gonna fly. Right. No, no ducks. No ducks. It could be harmful <laughs> later on. No, no neutral it's fucking be ducks. Very harmful <laughs> to their psyche. So one of the things Teresa and I were talking about early on in the show is how great. We feel in the second trimester how amazing. We feel so great. How amazing it is, which really allows us to focus on a few new things. One of the things that I think we both feel so great about is how we we're out of the we're out of the worst of it. Now we are safe and our baby is safe and there is nothing that we could do to endanger our baby at this time at all. Period. We could go back to probably what were you saying, Teresa? I was just saying, like, if I want to have a cigarette now, right. it's probably fine, right? Yeah, that's probably fine, no. right? Second trimester. <laughs> the baby's pretty much made, right? So, Eden, uh, I'll let you take a stab at this first. How safe are our babies now? They're pretty safe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I wouldn't go eating any sushi right now. So, mm. you know, I mean. Can, um, I, can I eat turkey sandwiches from my deli? I don't think so. No. <laughs> can I? Mm, you can eat. Nah. You can have some. You can have no. cooked fennel. That's it. Wait. So what you guys are saying? <laughs> what you guys are saying is oh, that great. all the pregnancy rules still apply to us, even though we're like halfway through yeah. our pregnancy. It's like when you're in your like your first oh. couple weeks and you don't know you're pregnant yet. You can still smoke because your body's just like, yeah, that's okay. We're shielding this area, and then the shield drops, oh. and you can't eat anything or drink anything, and that's until you're like. I think 
uh, until you're done breastfeeding, pretty much, you have to just, you know, like Alice said, fennel. Fennel's okay. Maybe some celery. Was it the shield? Only organic. Only organic. Cottage, cottage cheese. No, <laughs> cottage cheese can't be good for me. <laughs> So we were talking about stuff that we're getting ready to give up because we're realizing this might be the last time we maybe feel really good for a a little while. So and maybe since it's been a little while and we can't really remember and you guys are experts, you can remind us what stuff we should be doing right now. Yeah, what are we supposed to be doing right now? (laughs) Well, first of all, you should be having just all the sex you possibly can. Uh Ah, damn it. I hope you are, right? Yep, yep. You're doing that, like, right now, I hope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am. I mean, I think that's really the number one thing, right? Because you have to also, you have to bank a certain amount of sex because afterwards, you know, your husband will get angry. And, and then you can just remind them, remember when I was, sex. like, six mm. months pregnant and we had a lot of sex? Right. Hmm. That applies yeah, like, to, to now. Kind of get a notebook, right, and write down every mm. incident because that's sexy, and then remind them. Bad later on. Yeah, that's good. That's a good idea. That's not bad. Also, uh, now would be when to get your sexy boudoir photos done, because I know you guys are going to do that, obviously. As mm-hmm. opposed to the more traditional type of pregnancy photos, we should do boudoir photos probably now, is what you're suggesting. Yes. You okay. do the real super sexy ones where you're just, just pregnant enough that it's not unseemly, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so that's something. And also, you got to get in all your all your smugness about how great you feel and tell everybody how great you are and how great you now, yeah, how and we brag, of, and brag about being pregnant too, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So important because you want your friends to all get pregnant too. So you got to really amp it up. Yeah. Talk about. Oh, so is the second trimester the lying months? <laughs> is that the month where yeah. <laughs> where you're able to convince all your friends this is a great idea as well as yourself? Right. It's like the propaganda trimester. Hey, that's pretty good. Well, ladies. You guys have proven to be much more helpful and instructive than the 15 websites sending me emails every day. We thank you so much. And as always, we want to really encourage people to go out and get a copy of their book, Let's Panic About Babies, for its amazing accuracy on what you're probably going through uh, with your pregnancy. And uh, we look forward to having you guys back on for our third trimester uh, show, hopefully, as our resident experts uh, to let us know what to expect in those last moments before we actually give birth. Exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. sure I feel much better about the second trimester at all. I think if we were to actually go back and touch on fact or myth, how good do you feel? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure the show made me feel much better. I don't know. Just remembering the first trimester was good for me, I think, because now I'm like, oh, yeah, I actually have energy some days to do stuff. So I think I'm I think I'm leaning towards you're leaning more towards it towards fact. Yeah, towards fact. I'm going to try to harness that while I have it. (laughs) Live that lie, yeah. Teresa. Live that lie. Thanks. Speaking of living lies, let's listen to a mom have a breakdown okay, on our show. Let's do that. <laughs> the beginning of the day, I start to do the diapers, and our washing machine breaks, so it is half full with dirty diaper water with several explosions in there. So I'm not quite sure where I'm going to go with that at the moment. So we barely have any diapers left. I'm going to have to go get diapers in order for that to work. (laughs) She's been crying. Oh, and oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I can't even think straight. I have an eight-month-old daughter, and she's wonderful, except for today, (laughs) where all she's doing is screaming and crying because she's teething, and she won't take an ice teether. She won't take the frozen bagels. She won't do the frozen whatever, because all she wants (laughs) is me, and she keeps nipping at me. So now uh, my breasts hurt because it's awesome. (laughs) 
Then she decided to make her ear bleed because apparently me not cutting her nails in a day and a half means her nails are long enough that if she scrabs out her ear, her ear bleeds. So that's also another awesome point. So then I decide to dunk her in the tub to make her happy in which she is happy, and then I'm trying to find your phone number to give you a rant, and I can't because my internet, for some odd reason, on my phone does not work in the bathroom, so I can't find your fucking phone number anywhere until now. Dad's home with her downstairs, and I am currently locked in the bedroom eating chocolate chips by the handful (laughs) and sipping on a drink because we have no more beer left. I would really just like to have one beer, but there's no beer left either. It's just been one of those fucking days. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That's why you guys got to put that number in your favorites That's in your right. phone. That's just right. Put, plug it in. Plug it in. That's right. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. That's brutal. And then there's no beer. And then there's no beer. It's just wrong. That is wrong. Well, hang in there, Mom. (laughs) And, uh, you know, try try and think back about the second trimester and how great you (laughs) felt then. (laughs) We have often talked about how neither of our kids would ever do any of those weird teething things that people tell you Oh, they never do. do. Just put a damp washcloth. Put a cold spoon. Frozen bananas. (laughs) Spend $20 on this frozen Dieter necklace. None of that worked. Uh, you know what worked? Uh, Tylenol. A hollow, uh, and a severed Halloween finger prop. It was like a severed finger with the bone sticking out. But it was long because they make all the teethers so that they don't go down the back right. of the throat. But guess where all the worst teeth are? In the back in of the, the mouth. Back, yeah. The teethers won't go in there. Right. So we used this. She just walked around with a severed rubber finger chomping so on it. weird. It was. But you know what? It totally worked. She loved it. And it wasn't going to go down her throat, you know? She yeah. had to choke on a severed finger. Right. I mean, she could, I'm she sure. Could. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Luckily, we were, she didn't. She didn't. So don't write us. There are about 20 other things you can write us about today. Let's let's don't let it let's don't focus on the severed finger. <laughs> Hang in there, mom. You are doing a great job. Just the fact that you were able to escape to a room with a bag of chocolate chips yeah. uh, is is a is a genius moment. Uh, we want to thank our guests, Eden and Alice, who are just some of the funniest moms around that we know. And uh, just a reminder that first trimester, second trimester, third trimester, no trimester. <laughs> just already having your kids and being done with the entire experience. <laughs> All doing a really great job. Yes. And uh, don't forget to tell another mom they're doing a good job. Teresa, you are doing a great job. Thank you. You're doing a good job. I am doing pretty okay this week. <laughs> and that's we, enough that's enough and that's all and that's all i can ask of myself <laughs> so uh take a little time for yourself and have a good week and we will talk to you next week bye bye i got to low down mama blues i got to low down mama blues got to low down mama blues low down mama blues We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listener. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, busting by, not going down Mama Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.